To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, So today on Miles from Main Street, we were able to go to Marceline, Missouri, and we are going to tell you guys all about it. Oh, it was such a great weekend. We had a great time, and we did a lot, and we built so many different pieces of content. I hope you guys are able to join us on Facebook on Saturday a little bit. Um, If not, go check out the videos there. It was great. We had a great time. Yeah, we definitely turned into YouTubers. <laughs> we were <laughs> trying to capture pretty much everything. We did a little bit of uh, a room review. Uh, that was pretty cool. We we stayed at um, the Marceline Hotel. Is that what it's called? Uh, flip it. Hotel Marceline. Hotel Marceline, yeah. Um, we were able to um, look at a couple rooms there, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, give you a little room review. Uh, and we did a bunch of other things. But um, starting there. So this uh, Marceline Hotel, Hotel Marceline, <laughs> we're going to call it uh, the incorrect name this entire time, but um, Hotel Marceline uh, is kind of your your basic kind of like motel uh, style um, hotel. I like to call uh, it like a roadside motel. Yeah. It's like a, wh- what do we call it? We called it uh, the Rosebud Hotel because <laughs> it really gave us vibes of of the rosebud motel uh but the cool thing that they did was they went out and they bought um stuff from the all-stars and pop century and when i say stuff i mean like furniture and um like bed frames and stuff like that and 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 art decorations yeah the art Yeah. yeah uh and and they just decked out um these rooms with that they also had um they had an Animal Kingdom Lodge room, which we really thought was one of the best rooms. It had a king bed in it, and everything in there was, you know, the TV stand and the bed frame and the, I don't know, the nightstand, everything. It was from the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It was really nice in there. Yeah, I, I think that was the room that if if I were to go back, uh, and you're going to find out what I think about that pretty soon. Uh, if I was to go back, uh, that's the room I would I would stay in. Uh, however, they they did tell us that they had uh, kind of like a giant suite uh, that was Wilderness Lodge themed. Uh, at least I heard somebody mention that. Uh, we didn't get to go in there because uh, there was a whole party in there. They actually asked us if we were hunting or fishing when we got in because apparently people use the uh, uh, Hotel Marceline as a uh, uh, a stop for when they're fishing or they're hunting. So. Uh, but nope, we we were there to do Disney stuff. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was turkey season, so they wanted they were wondering if that's what we were doing as we walked in with all of our Disney garb on. Yeah, but we stayed in the all star rooms. Uh, we had a queen bed in our room, and a if you guys remember those awesome tables that they had <laughs> in the all star rooms, um, they had those tables in there and i was so tempted i really wanted to throw one in the back of the truck and take it home yeah we were really close to just burgling them like we almost (laughs) just took them we like i I don't think you understand we had a legitimate conversation (laughs) about stealing these tables but don't worry 
We knew what was what was right, and we left the we table there. We did not. We did not take it with us. We really wanted to, though. <laughs> uh, and you know, a couple of years ago, my family was down in Disney World, and they happened to know a cast member, so they were able to get into Cast Connection, and they were selling these tables for twenty dollars. And I said to my mom, I said, you need to bring that home to me. And she said, but I'm flying. I said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, but what do I do with it? Stick it under the seat. I don't care. It's coming home with you. Unfortunately, I did not get it. So as I had this in my hand, because we picked it up and moved it, like it's kind of in the entryway. And you'll see in the video when um, we put out the room reviews that as you walk in, it's kind of like in the entryway. And so we moved it to the other side of the room so that we could all kind of watch TV together as we were just chilling out at the end of the day. Um, so like I had it in my hand, like I wanted to just take it, take it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was definitely feeling that same way. Um, but let's, let's kind of talk about, um, so we talked about this hotel motel whatever it is um having all-star stuff and i definitely got all-star vibes pop century vibes um i got animal kingdom lodge vibes uh definitely i really enjoyed that room um but when we talk about the the motel itself um it was like a typical motel uh nothing was too terribly bad like i've i've stayed at some pretty bad motels um, nothing was too bad, but it's, it's just kind of like your expectations. Like you, you, you gotta know that like, this is a motel in, in Marceline. Like you're, you're not getting all star. Uh, you're not getting animal kingdom lodge. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that was one thing that it was, it was kind of weird. It was jarring seeing that stuff. And then, um, kind of like walking in, I, I think one of the, the, uh, most interesting things was I had like a handle uh, on, in uh, my shower pop off or something like that. Um, so that was just kind of sitting there. So it's like, it's, it's a motel. Like it's, it's, it's out there. Uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed the touch that they gave it, like them plussing it in that way and, and giving us uh, all-star vibes. And it's, it's funny. It, that o- only really works for like certain people. Other people, I'm sure, walk in there who haven't been to the All-Stars, who who Disney doesn't mean that much to them. They just kind of walk in. They're like, oh, cool, Disney, yeah. But like we were we were wigging out <laughs> on a lot of this stuff. We were like, oh, I think that's that's definitely from uh, All-Star music, and I think that's from sports. That's from movies. And um, and so we, we had a good a good time there. But you, you do kind of have to understand that it is a motel, uh, and it's not it's not a Disney hotel. <laughs> uh by any means uh, but i feel like what they what they did to it um and what they are doing to it um is very cool so yeah I, and i mean you guys gotta understand like the end table was from all-star the lamp was a treble clef from all-star music it was you know like every single detail from from all-star resorts was in that room so it was it, it was literally everything that you get in those rooms it yeah. was like like the giant even the giant organizer that's from all-star they still have those at sports yeah it was great it was great seeing all that stuff and being able to stay in a room like that um and so you need to understand though that like marceline is in northern missouri and it's kind of on its own 
I mean, the closest town, and it was a it was a small town, was about fifteen minutes up the highway, and I don't even know that there was a motel there. I think the closest hotel that had a name brand on it was probably a half an hour from here. So to come into this town, um, you know, you're taking what you can get. And there are some Airbnbs you'll see in our recap video that we're putting out on YouTube that um, that there is an Airbnb above the Uptown Theater. Uh, I know that there's another one they suggested. Um, I think it's the Mural, Marceline Mural Hotel or something. And I believe that one is also on Airbnb or else on on Verbo, one of the two. Um, but, you know, those are the, that's what you get in this town, which I'm kind of surprised by because this is, this is a busy town. It's getting busier as it goes. And really the only motel was this Hotel Marceline, um, which I thought was charming. I enjoyed it. It did have a couple of its own little issues, but I'm not holding it against them. I, I had a great time staying there. Um, the bed was hard for what I like, but I got a good night's sleep anyway. Um, I know you said that yours had a ridge down the middle. Yeah, you you could definitely tell that two people usually sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was definitely sides to, to my bed that I was in. So, I mean, it it has its... It has its issues, but I, you know, 80 bucks a night, I was happy. Yeah, as most small town motels do. So it's just, I think that's what you got to understand is if you end up going, it's a small town motel with all star stuff in it. Um, And that's basically what it was. It wasn't any worse. It wasn't any better. Um, But that's that's what you're getting. And uh, we enjoyed it because we're big Disney nerds like that. Um, anyways, um, we were able to, uh, hang out in Marceline. Uh, I believe the, the, pretty much the first thing we did was go to, uh, Walt's barn. Uh, we actually went there twice. We went there almost like the first thing that we did. Um, and then we went there again, the last thing that we did. So, uh, but, uh, I feel like that area was very cool. Um, you've got all of this signage that kind of tells you all of these different stories about, the dreaming tree and Walt growing up in Marceline and his time that was spent here and uh, how much he loved it and, and cherished his time here and felt like he grew a lot and got a lot of the inspiration that kind of drove him to do what he was going to do. Um, but we, we were able to go into the barn um, and on the inside of the barn, if you've ever watched any any video of Marceline, Missouri, they show that barn, uh, and there are signatures all over the barn. Um, and so that was something that, that we needed to do, but we decided we were going to do that, um, as the last thing that we did. Yeah. And you're allowed to leave signatures anywhere inside the barn. Anything on the outside will be removed. Um, you know, to take a step back to the dreaming tree in case you guys aren't familiar with that, uh, story, um, Walt did a lot of what he called belly botany underneath this tree. And he also came up with all of his wild ideas, um, dreaming of different things that he was going to create. And that tree has since fallen. And they, before that happened, the, um, or they harvested some seeds and they started, uh, growing 
those trees. Um, they were able to get three saplings from that, and there is one right in the walkway as you're walking up towards the barn um, prior to getting to the site of the original Dreaming Tree, and they called it Son of Dreaming Tree. And I pointed it out in the live video, and I think it's really cool what they've done, is they brought water from the rivers of America and some soil from Disneyland and mixed it all into the ground right there and grew that tree right there. Um, ambassadors from Disneyland came and did that uh, along with um, a son, one of the sons, right? I can't remember. Grandson, I believe, helped in that process of of, um, of Walt Disney. Um, and so then uh, they also had two more saplings. One is on Tom Sawyer's Island at Disney War- uh, Disneyland. And the other one they secretly planted on the farm in Marceline somewhere. Um, so the dreaming tree has its branches and it's still growing and, and living well. And I think it, that's great, uh, great that they're able to do that. Um, so the barn, I think, is really cool. He had this barn. He built it on his Holmby Hills estate. And he wanted something that reminded him of the barn that he used at um, in Marceline that he was able to go in. So he created this barn, um, put the plans together, rebuilt it on his estate there in California. And um, Marceline was able to get those plans. And they did a three-day old-fashioned barn raising where normally you have an... I mean, this is, you heard this last week from... Um, K, but normally you would have people from the neighborhood helping out. Well, their neighbors came from all over the world to help them rebuild this barn. So very, very cool how they were able to do that. Um, I think, Mikhailo, you were pretty moved as long as well as I was uh, seeing that barn and being there. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great thing to see, and I think that's kind of what I was looking for when I was in Marceline was things of Walt, um, being in the same area as Walt, um, being able to see something that Walt had constructed. Um, I mean, like just just thinking of like him being in a barn like that, just spending his time. Um, that's what I was looking for in Marceline. Um, things to kind of connect me to Walt. And I think that's why people go to Marceline is to feel connected with, with Walt and with this person who uh, made all of these amazing things uh, in our lives. So, Yeah. I remember Friday night walking away. We were kind of walking up towards the dreaming tree site. And um, I said, can we just stop for a minute? And recognize the fact that Walt Disney stood here. And we all kind of just stopped and looked at the the site and and realized it. Um, And I think more so the next day is when we were really, um, I don't want to say spiritual, but, you know, really getting some vibes about Walt and and what had happened there. Um, So moving into Saturday, uh, what did we get to do? So Saturday, we, we started bright and early. Uh, we wanted to get ourselves onto Main Street and kind of 
take a tour of Main Street. Um, Brian has been there before, so Brian was actually a very good tour guide for uh, everything, and I kind of just went along. Um, but Brian kind of took us to a couple of stops. Uh, there's the Zerker building, um, which uh, is, I think, it is that like the the Coke Corner um, in Disneyland. Right. Yeah. It's yeah called Refreshment Corner now. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, if you look at it like that type of architecture, that's what you see everywhere um, with pretty much all of the main street USAs. So it was very cool to see something like that. And, um, that like really when I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is it. Um, but one of the, one of the things that I did mention was I mean, walking through, cause it is a main street. Like they didn't just stop and, uh, preserve it exactly how Walt wanted it. And, and I, I would think that a couple of times I was like, Oh, what is this? What it looked like when Walt was here? And it's mostly, most likely not. Um, and that is something I wish I, I, I would be able to see, but it, it is like your typical main street that you'd see in like rural America. Um, and that's what they wanted. Like they hit the nail on the head. Like, I feel like that type of main street I see everywhere in Wisconsin. Um, and so it really is main street USA. Like that's like your typical main street. Uh, and I thought that was very cool, and and it made a lot of sense when you think about it. Why they decided to use a place like that, um, and uh, a place that Walt grew up in. Yeah, and uh, so we did some filming on Main Street. We recorded some videos, and um, you guys may have seen that on YouTube already. Uh, go check it out if you haven't. Uh, it was a lot of fun putting it together. Uh, I did point out to the guys, um, my son was along, so I might refer to the guys a couple times, but um, I did point out at one point we were filming by the Zerker building and a family walked past. And at this point, we weren't quite sure how the city felt about this Disney stuff and people coming into the city and, you know, filming their city and all this, but... uh, I did see a family walk by as we were doing this and saw the parents kind of shaking their heads like, oh, another Disney group doing Disney stuff. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a little interesting seeing that. But after getting into the museum or even lunch, like so we did the filming um, on Main Street USA and we went into Mavic's Corner Cafe, which is right there across the street from Zerker. And... Everybody was, you know, everyone there was, seemed to be all about Disney. They had all kinds of Disney stuff up on their walls. And, um, you know, I, it, you've kind of felt a little more comfortable at that point. Yeah, we, we talked about this a little bit while we were there, where it was, what like, what exactly is the vibe? Because uh, I could see people just kind of being, I mean, I know you have, like, hometown pride, and if Walt Disney uh, grew up in your hometown, I'd be pretty proud about that. Um, but, but you, you just kind of never know if, if people kind of scoff at it or, or like how people feel about it. Uh, but I felt like to the right people, like when, when you found the right Disney people, they were really into it. Um, which, which I, I really enjoyed. Uh, we, we never, nobody ever said anything. (laughs) Uh, we did get a couple weird looks because I'm sure, I mean, if anybody was at in your hometown with like a selfie stick, 
walking around Main Street. Uh, I'm sure you'd think it was kind of weird. But there were definitely those people who were very welcoming. Uh, When we got our stamps uh, stamped on our cards, our... um, On our postcards, yeah. We got some postcards from the museum and went over to the post office, which is the only federal building named after Walt Disney. Yeah, and, and the people in there were great. Um, they just they just showed us uh, the stamp and everything, and they stamped our cards, uh, and they were they were very nice. And so there there were there were nice people everywhere. But I'm sure I mean, yeah, it's people coming in and um, recording your your hometown might be kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so we were able to hang out on Main Street. Uh, we went and saw we went and saw the theater that um, had a couple premieres held at it. Uh, I believe it was um, The Spirit of Mickey and The Great Locomotive Chase. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. At the Uptown wow. Theater, they did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I have I have all the facts for you guys. But yeah. Um, and the, the Great Locomotive Chase, I believe that was the one that was the actual premiere. And then um, The Spirit of Mickey uh, premiered in California alongside of Marceline. Um, but it was cool. You, you, we were able to see uh, some signs that they had, some original signs. Um, the whole thing was done up with Disney. Um, I believe there's an Airbnb uh, on top of it too, uh, which I thought was very cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to see that and cool to see that, that history there. Yeah, it was really cool. Um looking at the theater, looking into the theater and seeing some items there. And you had mentioned that I'd been there before. And the first time I had gone, the spirit of Mickey sign was in the back. Like you had to look in these windows and look back and you could see it way back in there. And they put it up in the window now, which is great that you're able to see it. And, um, they, you know, just being able to see back and see a few other Disney items in the back, um, instead of focusing on that, spirit of mickey sign i guess um but yeah so after we finished you know walking around on main street uh we went over to ep ripley park and this park has been there for a long time and you might recognize the name ep ripley uh this is the steam train engine that walt would ride in on at disneyland he named the the train after this park as well um, it has two or three train cars in it. Um, one is a Santa Fe Railroad and Disneyland Railroad. It says on the uh, on the engine that was really cool to see. It's it was dedicated to uh, people that worked on the railroad and lost their lives. Um, they also had a couple of other ones there that you could go take a look at. Um, very cool looking. Uh, near the back of this park, and this is one of those parks that's very much the same type of, um, I don't know, cliche type of park that you might see in any movie where they've got the bandstand in the middle of the park um, or a gazebo type of thing and uh, maybe like a little shelter there. Uh, no playground type stuff, not that kind of a park. Um, just open green space. Um that the community community can gather in. And um, so we walked through there and at the back of the park, 
closer to the railroad tracks because now we're getting close to the museum, which is in the old, in an old, uh, railroad building. Um, back there is where they had set up the track of the, uh, midget Utopia ride. And this ride was given to Marceline from Disneyland when they decided to take it down. So they donated. It's the only ride that's ever been given to be used outside of a Disney park. And so they have that. um, And they ran it for a long time because it was given to them in the 60s. But after a while, it just became too expensive to keep up. So now they have recreated the track with a walking track. Um, and what was one of the neat little tidbits that you you figured out or we figured out while we were walking around the track? Yeah, Brian, Brian set me up really well for this one because I definitely <laughs> had this ready to go as soon as he started talking about this. Uh, so I'll just paint the picture. Bunch of Disney guys from Wisconsin walking around uh, Marceline, Missouri. Uh, we get to the Midget Utopia. We're walking around. The basically, there, there. It's just like paths that you can walk the track on, uh, and they're zigging and zagging. They're going around, um, and as we're going around, there's this plaque on the ground, and we're sitting here re- reading this plaque because because throughout the entire trip, we just any if there was a plaque somewhere, it was talking about something Disney, and so we we wanted to read it. <laughs> so we're reading this plaque, and we're just like. Brooke and Robin Lopez, blah, 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 blah. Wait a minute. <laughs> and and that's when it hit us. These are the two guys that played on the Bucks that liked Disney so much. Uh, and so we we read the plaque and basically uh, Brooke and Robin Lopez were donors um, for, I'm pretty sure it's the Midget Autopia and um, a little bit of like the park. Uh, but it's um, donors to... Because they're 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 building that whole area up and and making it uh, nicer, uh, so that kind of blew our minds. That was a little bit of uh, um, Wisconsin uh, right there in Marceline, Missouri. Uh, but that was very very cool. Brooke and Robin Lopez. I know that they're both big Disney fans. I know that um, Brooke Lopez his his nickname is Splash Mountain. So um, I I always liked that, uh, and I'm a big Bucks fan. I used to work for the Bucks, so. Um, go Bucks. But yeah, that was, that was very cool to be able to see that and kind of have that connection to, uh, what was going on. Yeah, it was really cool. And they were one of the more major donors for the track. So that was really neat to see, um, knowing that, you know, their fandom of Disney does go beyond the parks. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, yeah, the, the path that they have set up, it's the original, layout of the original track that they had in Disneyland. So you can go and you can walk that that track. Um, and there's a little building that they're working on right now. Um, and that will house a, a car or two because they do have a couple of original cars yet. Um, so they will be able to put them on display for people to see them out there. Um, she is hoping, she told us um, later this summer to officially open it um it's not quite ready yet but it looks so cool it was so much fun to walk around it i hope you guys get to see it in the video and enjoy watching that part of the video it was it was fun (laughs) it was fun doing that um uh and i'll just the k also you know we talked to k for quite a bit before and after the interview as well um she pointed out that 
Um, so there's this pond in the park right next to the Midgetopia track, and it's a beautiful pond. Um, Mikhailo has a great shot of it um, in the video, and he, you know, they they have this bridge over the top of it, and Kay pointed out it's the same railing on that bridge that they have on the train um, station at Disneyland. I thought that was such a cool detail. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you ever get to Marceline, you can recognize that and know that it's, you know, giving us a nod to Disneyland, which they're all Disneyland people there. So, and it's, it, there's Disney everywhere, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So getting to the museum, I had never been there before, so I was having a grand old time uh, running through this museum and seeing all of these Disney things. Um, I very much enjoyed uh, up top, they had a bunch of, so there were like little models of uh, all of these things in the park, like uh, Main Street. They had a haunted mansion, which which I definitely, that hit me in the feels, uh, but it was that was cool because that's usually how Disney parks will will try to visualize something is they'll make a model of it. Um, I found out that it was made by just like a Disney fan, like somebody who really enjoyed making models. And uh, turns out that that guy ended up sending Walt Disney um, when he was a kid um, a letter saying, "Hey, I would like to make more of these models." Um, would you be able to send me blueprints? And then, uh, Walt got him in touch with people at the parks and they were able to send him more detailed pictures and stuff so that he could keep making this stuff. Uh, and, and so Kay ended up like somebody just came to Kay and said, Hey, we've got these models of, of main street USA and all this stuff. Do you guys want them? Uh, and so they, they put him, put him in the museum, but that's, a lot of what that museum is. It tells a lot of the stories of Walt. It tells a lot of uh, what Walt wanted to get done. Um, and a lot of like the Disney history of how they went about doing things. Um, and just kind of his time spent in Marceline. Um, so it was, it was very cool. It was, it was very fun to go through that and, and spend a lot of time uh, digging deep into what they had there. Yeah. And being my second time there, I was trying to take a little bit more time to read some of the signs, read some of the letters. Um, as you heard from Kay last week, the collection is built off of uh, stuff that Ruth Disney, the little sister, had. And so a lot of what that was was numerous letters between her and Walt and her and Roy. And so we, you know... We spent a lot of time trying to read some of the stuff. I, I couldn't read every letter. That it's hard to do something like that. But, um, you know, you did get a lot of great information walking through there uh, about the family, about the relationship that they had with each other. Um, you know, it was it was a lot of historical information, a lot of um, great great stuff that. I could have spent another three days looking at if I wanted to. Um, we did spend about two to three hours there, I believe. And I know uh, my son loves to take the time to go through a museum like I do. Uh, 
and I probably was the one that took the longest though. <laughs> um, usually I'm waiting on Jacob and Jacob was waiting on me this time, which I thought was <laughs> kind of interesting, but, um, a lot of great stuff there. A lot of great stuff. What was something that you can remember right now that you really enjoyed from the museum? Uh, so I kind of mentioned it already and this was, so walking around there, maybe this was just kind of the culmination of, because it was kind of the last thing I saw before I started to go back and reinvestigate things. Um, but it was just like everything leading up to it, just like reading all about this Disney stuff, going room to room. Um, and then when I got to all those models, I was walking around, uh, just kind of looking around and looking because they, they had models everywhere. Like, like the whole like right side of the room was just all models. Um, but I was kind of looking around and then just tucked in a corner was the Disneyland version of Haunted Mansion. Uh, and I, I audibly, audibly gasped when I saw it. <laughs> like I, I had that kind of, and I wasn't even like being funny. I wasn't, Brian wasn't, there was nobody around. I was by myself, saw the, the model for the haunted mansion and just went, oh. and like, that's, that's just what that meant to me. And, um, just kind of like my fandom. And I mean, I had to like touch it. I had to like sit and inspect it. And uh, they tell you not to touch it. Kids don't touch it. Uh, I had to, um, but yeah, just like being able to see something like that and just have it mean so much to me and kind of hit me in that way, uh, was was very cool i also um i also enjoyed kind of learning about walt's uh uh parents uh kind of going through the room that they had with walt's parents and and learning about their histories as well um the very first room we went in had a lot of very early history of walt uh which i enjoyed as well um but yeah just kind of like going from thing to thing and and just kind of like running that timeline of Walt Disney was was very cool. Yeah, they had a lot of really great uh, items in that first room too. Where, you know, they had a lot of information about his days in school, um, including his original desk that he sat in. Um, and then, you know, for me, there's a there's a big collection of um, fan collected items. Uh, you know, toys, comics. Um, there was a, a great big Mickey Mouse statue and, you know, other items that even came from Disney World or Disneyland that people had collected and then gave to the museum to display. Um, I thought that was all really neat stuff. Uh, I, I liked looking at that. Um, and just something beyond the history um, piece of it. I thought it was nice that there was a change of pace as you're looking to kind of break things up. Um, but yeah, that, you know, there's so much that they had. I think the one thing this time that really stuck out to me though, was the TV and Mikhailo, you and I kind of oh, yeah. met up at some point and sat down. They have this nice couch and we sat down on the couch and here's this TV and Kay is in a video on the TV at the beginning of the video and says, um, a story about getting this TV. And basically, Walt bought this TV for Kay's family. And it's the original TV. And they were playing the um, 
the opening video from Disneyland mm-hmm. on that TV. And I just thought that was really cool that they still had this TV that Walt bought them. Um, and it's on display all in glass. Um, and it was really cool to watch it. Yeah. And it was really cool kind of finding out that relationship between Kay and the Disney's that I, I never even knew. And that kind of brings us into the interview that we had with her and we're, um, you're going to be able to hear the interview. Uh, I think that is that going out before or after this episode? I think it's going out before. Uh, so you probably already have already listened. Uh, but yeah, just being able to sit and talk to Kay and the things that she was able to tell us about the Disney's and about her history with the Disney's was, was just amazing. So we finished up at the museum and we needed to get some dinner and, there's some great restaurants in Mar- Marceline, um, but I had a, a hankering for barbecue. So I had done a little research and went looking for barbecue. And Mikhailo, you're already shaking your head. It was... <laughs> so I said, you know, there, there's a town 15 minutes away. So what did we do? We went down to this town and they had a place... It was a barbecue restaurant. It was called True Blue Barbecue. True Blue Barbecue. Barbecue they even had shirts and name. hats. Yes, shirts and hats. Shirts it's a True and Blue hats Barbecue with barbecue on them. Yes. How many items on the menu was all barbecue? Three. How many items of those three did we eat? Zero. Zero. How do you have a barbecue restaurant and not have barbecue? So this is this is what Brian this is what Brian's been waiting for this entire podcast. We made the <laughs> podcast so that Brian could complain about barbecue restaurants. We're we're gonna we're gonna have a part of the podcast in each podcast now where Brian talks about barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a a side hobby of I've got too many hobbies, but I do he enjoy where I smoke meat. And so I wanted to do some, I wanted to try some Missouri barbecue. Instead, we tried some Missouri nachos. (laughs) Pulled pork nachos, which the pulled pork wasn't smoked. Um, I did have catfish. The catfish was good. Mm -hmm. That's not barbecue, but it was good. Um, so anyway, I mean, that's, we did that. Mikhailo made me do a shot of, Jack Daniels. We had to celebrate. <laughs> we had to celebrate the first miles from Main Street trip. But it was it was a fun trip. It was it was really great to get out and see Marceline and be in a place that Disney was. I know I I get those vibes when I go to Disneyland. I've only really been there once, uh, but you really feel the history while, while you're there. Like Walt was here. Walt did this. Uh, Walt knew what was going on. Like he, what he has walked here, um, and and you got those vibes when you when you were in Marceline in those areas that you just you know that Walt was. Um, so it was, it was very cool. It was very cool to go out and talk to like minded people like us, and just kind of like I feel like it's a little bit of a rite of passage, like kind of going out and doing your Marceline. Um, trip and and seeing all of these places that Walt Disney grew up. 
yeah, it was really, really nice getting there again and experiencing all of those same vibes that you're talking about. Um, you know, Saturday night, we talked about it briefly already, but Saturday night, the last thing we had done was we had gone to the barn and we signed the barn. I have a picture that I'll put on Facebook. Um, before we walked away, Mikhailo, you looked up at the barn and just kind of how it wasn't really a holler, but you just kind of like, thanks, Walt. And then, I mean, you get a lot of that. You feel a lot of that. You just want to thank him for everything he's provided to us. Um, you know, I wrote, thank you for the inspiration on our signature in the inside. Um, and it really is. There's, uh, there's so much that his dreaming and his creativity have given us. So, being able to go to Marceline um, really does that. Uh, Mikhailo, I think you had some thoughts on how long you would go there for. Um, I mean, if you're talking about whether or not I'd go back, um, I mean, I have a couple of thoughts on it. I feel like it's kind of a one and done unless you're going to be going for like some sort of event or something, which I, I definitely would. I'd, I'd love to go and be there for an event. Um, but it, but it does kind of feel like, like a once in a lifetime type thing. Um, I don't think there's anything there, uh, just yet that is really going to be like drawing me back to Marceline. Um, once you kind of do all of these things, you've, you've done them. And, um, I mean, I, I feel like I, I wouldn't go back unless Kristen wanted to go, which it, it actually we've, we've talked about it and she does kind of want to go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for it, it does kind of seem like a a one and done, once in a lifetime type thing when you do it. And so I've been there twice. Um, I do. I did enjoy the second time. There were a lot of hey, last time it was like this, and hey, last time I did that, and you know, I tried to keep that to myself as much as I could. Um, but you know, like you said, they do a gala every other year i would like to do that um they also have d23 come out every other year and i would like to do that because there's some special access that happens there uh one thing we were unable to do this time was get into the school there's an elementary school named after walt disney um with a lot of great art inside that he's he commissioned basically by by the way walt disney elementary school we did find a door that was open we could have broken in and saw all the things we wanted to see but we didn't because we're we're good little boys and we're not going to break into a school but walt disney elementary school you had some doors open (laughs) so uh yeah (laughs) yeah uh and who knows what that city's like i mean one day you don't really understand all of it, but maybe that's how it goes there. You can just leave the doors open and, you know, as nice as those people are, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, I, we, we looked at each other. Michaela said, so I found an open door. (laughs) And I said, no, no, we can't. (laughs) Um, and even on the ride home the next day, I said, do you wish we would have gone in? And he's like, no, (laughs) nah, no, <laughs> it was the right decision, but still. Exactly. Um, like, we could have stolen the table, but still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so it was a good time. Um, I this is the first time I've traveled with Mikhailo. Um, this is the first time that the podcast went on a trip. Mm-hmm. It was great that miles from Main Street could get closer to Main Street. You know, being far from Disney, uh, we were only we only had to drive eight hours. Yeah, instead of <laughs> twenty four um to get there so it was it was nice to be able to get away and do something disney for a weekend and and enjoy each other's company a little bit and um so thanks for going with me Mikhailo. it was a lot of fun you are very welcome yes i I think it was a very fun trip and uh i had a very good time doing disney stuff with my disney companion but that's all we got for you guys tonight but remember Some live close, but others don't. So let's talk about it. We'll see you next time on Miles from Main Street.